Hello, and a very good day to you. My name is Jim Harris, and this is Heritage Bible Radio. Heritage Bible Radio is an extension of Heritage Bible Church in Boise, where it's my joy to serve as the teaching pastor. Every day, we devote our radio time to studying a portion of the Word of God so you can know Him better through Jesus Christ and serve Him better through your local church. This week on Heritage Bible Radio, we're going to complete chapter 11 in the book of Mark with verses 27 through 33. This is the time of the Passover and the week in which Jesus will be crucified. He and the disciples have been entering Jerusalem each day and leaving each evening. And here in verse 27, we see they are again entering Jerusalem. On the previous visit, Jesus had rather violently cleared the temple, shocking everyone, and today the religious leaders question him about it. When Jesus had cleared the temple, he did so as one who had the authority to do so. And apparently, no other authority attempted at that time to either question him or stop him. Think about that. A man comes in and disturbs the temple functions in such a violent way, and nobody attempts to stop him interesting in itself. But now the scribes and Pharisees, having gathered themselves since Jesus's last visit, are wanting to know, by what authority did he do these things? And in his answer, Jesus again demonstrates that their authority was still not above his own. Here is today's slice of the sermon entitled, Who Do You Think You Are? God was going to take the kingdom of God away from the the Jews and give it to the ones who would bring fruit in, in keeping with it. And so they were rejecting the light that Jesus had given to them hundreds of times. So what did he do? Finally, he turned off the switch. No more light for you. All that he would say to these men from that point on would be a series of woes that he would pronounce against them later on that same day. It's in Matthew 23. We'll probably refer to it somewhere along the way here, even though Mark doesn't say it. Uh, he would also express his sorrow over the spiritual state of things in Jerusalem. Now, it isn't that Jesus was done. He, he has a lot more to say. And as a matter of fact, at that point on that day, when they've said, we don't know, and he said, well, then I'm not going to answer your question. Then Jesus launched into a series of three parables. Our next visit to Mark will focus on the only one of the three that Mark records. But today, let's make sure we don't let this passage slip by without asking what application it has for us. They challenged Jesus' authority. They decided it was up to them to choose what was true and what was not. So, as we look at this, we have to ask, do I pick and choose what I believe? They had serious limitations on what they would accept and what they, what they wouldn't. Now, understand... They claimed to believe God's Word, but they rejected the one that the Bible, their Bible, the Old Testament, told them to believe in. The truth is, 
you don't have the luxury to pick and choose what you will believe. Now, you have the right to. You have a right to be wrong. But choose the wrong answers, and you wind up in the lake of fire forever. Does preaching like John the Baptist repent for the kingdom of heaven is at hand? Does that make you uncomfortable? You know, the mark of a Christian, as I say over and over again, is how you feel about sin and about Jesus. You're going to hate one and love the other. You're going to run away from one and run toward the other in every moment of every day. Are there some things in the Bible that you just really don't want to deal with? Remember the lesson last week um, on prayer? And Jesus said it drastically affects the effectiveness of your prayer if you won't practice forgiveness in the same manner that God has forgiven you? Are you carrying a grudge? Are you staying away from God's orders that you must do all you can to be reconciled to someone who has damaged your relationship? Is there a little corner of your thought life that you, you like to take out and fondle when you think that no one is looking, that no one will know? Is there some part of your thought life that you are afraid to, the, to talk to the Lord about? Is there some part of God's Word that you know what it says, but you've figured out a way that you're the exception? You're the one it doesn't apply to? Are you afraid to get serious about studying what the Bible says about our life in this world? A lot that the Bible says to wealthy people, and if you live in America, you're in the top 4% of the wealthiest in the world. Are you afraid to maybe let some of the truth of God's Word shine on what kind of a steward you are? Or what kind of a steward you are of your, of your, your abilities that God has given to you, the spiritual gift that He's given to you? Are you willing to realize that if you're not waking up in the morning with the intense desire to honor God and serve Him that day, you probably aren't His child? Because that's what His children do. You get the point. I'm saying if the Holy Spirit is convicting you about something, if you've done something you know was wrong, even if you didn't get caught, how do you deal with it before the Lord? Then if you're being convicted, the only thing you can do is to do what needs to be done. Like St. Nike would say, just do it. Just, just fix it. Bow before the Lord. And don't forget, you have the great privilege to call upon Him. What did the previous passage say? Have faith in God. And you can tell Him anything. And He wants you to tell Him everything. You tap into the authority of Jesus when you become His child. And you realize that that same authority He had, we have. Now, we can't do the miracles. I get it. We're always tainted by sin. I get it. But do you realize that when you speak what He says in His Word, 
you speak with His authority. So if you're going to offend somebody, make sure that they are offended by what God says, not by you being a jerk and how you say it. But we actually have His authority. Paul left his good friend Titus in a really tough place to minister. He, he was in Crete. And uh, the Bible actually says all Cretans are liars. Uh, it, was a, it was a tough place. And Titus was kind of, you know, his, um, um, his fighting man, his, his SWAT team for spiritual things. And he said, Titus, I, I want you to go there and put things in order and appoint elders in, in every city. And along the way, look what he said to Titus. Titus 2.15. These things, what things? Well, everything that comes before it in Titus. There's some really good stuff there. And, by implication, everything that comes after it in Titus. And there's some good stuff there. What he says is, these things that are my word. Speak and exhort and reprove with all authority. Let no one disregard you. Now, I always thought that's an ironic turn of words. Let no one disregard you. I can't stop people from disregarding me, right? But in the context of Titus, he's saying in the church, don't let anyone disregard the authority of what God says. And so as we go out and we are his emissaries in the world, oh, you you might get disregarded. You might even get attacked but you speak truth in love. And when you do that, you are speaking with the authority of God. By what authority are you doing these things? Who gave you this authority? Well, the answer is pretty obvious. As Jesus said countless times, I do what the Father shows me. I do the will of my Father. And we, my friends must do the same. Let somebody say, who do you think you are to say that to me? And you say, well, it's not my authority. It's what God says. If you don't like it, I, I get it. I've had my share of rebellion, but the point is you've got to deal with the truth. Who do you think you are? I hope you think that you're an adopted child of God and that you bring the message of truth and salvation to a world that desperately needs it. Let's pray. Our Father, we uh, do thank You for the riches of Your grace in Christ, and it makes us tremble to even think of putting ourselves in the same category with Your Son when it comes to authority. But we know that You have revealed Yourself perfectly. You have revealed everything we need for life and godliness So please, Father, help us to accept your authority today. Help us to realize that we're not the ones who are the exceptions to obeying you. And most of all, as we go out from this place, help us to be good, faithful proclaimers of your truth and the good news of what Christ has accomplished that we might become in him the righteousness of God, because He took our sin upon Himself. Thank you again, Lord, for Your faithfulness to us. Use us for Your glory, we pray in Jesus' name. Amen. 
If you would like this message on Compact Disc, let me know and we'll send it to you. You'll receive the entire message, not just the portion on today's program. You can order by phone at 353-4036 or by writing to us at 7071 West Emerald, Boise, Idaho, 83704 or on the internet at hbc-boise.org. Heritage Bible Radio needs your prayers and your financial support. Once again, you can reach us online at hbc-boise.org or by telephone at 353-4036 or by writing to us at 7071 West Emerald, Boise, Idaho, 83704. And if you need a church home here in the Treasure Valley, I hope you'll visit us any Sunday at 7071 West Emerald. For Heritage Bible Radio, I'm Jim Harris. See you next time. Bye-bye.